Hey folks, this is the guy, Chad, and you are listening to a DogCast Studio podcast. Catch the Turnbuckle Report every Wednesday, DogCast every Friday, and ScareCast every Monday. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, and we are now on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. Follow our shows on Facebook or Twitter. Stay heel, baby. This notion of brother versus brother, of, of natural versus nightmare, it's all very marketable, it's all very romantic, albeit not very accurate. Welcome, folks, to an episode of the Turnbuckle Report. People so Leland. Tonight is the night. I'm wearing my MJF uh, scarf over here. I know you guys can't see it. For all of our fans of Rooskies out there, but you know who can see it, the guy, Chad. What's up, brother? How's it going, my dude? It is I, Chadbot9000. I don't even know why I'm doing that, dude. It's good to be here. I loved it. Well, usually, uh, you know, tonight, it, uh, we all have backgrounds going on. I've got uh, Frankenstein looking over my shoulder, creepy as a motherfucker right now. Uh, but I'll tell you who's a little more cre- creepy. It's the Pepperones himself, the dogcast father, Joshua. What's up, brother? Hey, what's happening, my dude? <laughs> hey, uh, remember that? Remember that time that we did that podcast together? That was cool. Yeah, that was that was, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was cool. I just saw the funniest clip. Uh, it was an old clip of like uh, I think from like '95 of uh, Chris Farley on the Conan show. God, it was great. Conan, that mm-hmm. Conan, Conan. Who, who, who is your, like, guys' uh, idol, co- comedic idol? Mine was hands down Chris Farley. Thought you'd seen the last of old Bennett, perhaps. <laughs> Thought the network bigwigs would have sent Bennett and his negative Q rating on a slow boat to Shanghai. You know, I, I always got down with the, uh, you know, I really like Chris Farley, but I always, I always kind of idolized Jim Carrey growing up, like back when he was on In Living Color and all that. I really liked that dude. In living color. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Jim Carrey from a solid color, choice. Yeah. One much of a Jim Carrey fan, Josh. Definitely Farley for me as well. I've always been a Farley Definitely guy. Definitely Farley. Right? Wow. Okay. Okay. I thought it'd be somebody a little different. Uh, you little, you're a little bit younger, but uh, no, you're you're throwing it all the way back to Farley. Okay. Yeah. If I was if I was to com- if I was to combine two people into my comedic self, it'd be if Jack Black. And Chris Farley were to join to make one one person. Mm, that's a good mixture. And Jim Gaffigan dabbled a little salt in there as well. That dude, I, I you know what that guy thinks about food in such a phenomenal way. <laughs> Who can do that? Who can look at food the way he does and and create a whole hour and a half set in in front of twenty thousand people? I don't know. I don't know how he does that. Food is not that funny. Are you but, kidding? Uh, it is to him. It is to him. You know what else isn't funny? Kevin this James. This is a nice segue. I love Kevin James, and I'm not even going to touch that. It's bruising your hole. Bruising your <laughs> hole is not funny. And you know what? I don't even I don't even appreciate that you're laughing right now, Chadwick. Because when you bruise your hole, it bruises all of you. I just can't even. My hole. Ow, my hole. Ow, my hole. Single-handedly, the greatest thing to ever come out of Monday Night Raw. It's it's the new. Period. My <laughs> hole. If they if they have like uh, their new theme song, it's just 
overlaid with <laughs> Nia Jax just constantly. Oh my hole! Uh, uh, oh my hole! Hey! Oh my hole! Oh, gonna hole is hurt today. Gonna make me cry when I hurt my brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> Puts a tear inside my eye. My hole. I would let you go the entire show just doing that. <laughs> this is this is how this show falls yeah, so apart sh- every time, man. Every what time it's the song that he kicks off with because I just want to sit and listen to it, and then I'm like, oh shit. We're we're on we're on the air right now, and yeah. So Nia Jax, the best thing about her hole getting bruised, okay, and none of you probably thought about this, that finally one of her stupid fucking moves hurt herself and not somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's the best piece of news that I've gotten in a long time. I didn't watch Raw. I watched the recap. Thought that shit was hilarious. Yeah, I rewound it just to make sure I heard her say, oh, my hole. Yeah, and then they tried to recreate that magic on SmackDown. (laughs) (laughs) It's like WWE's like, we got lightning in a bottle with your hole, Nia. You got to go back out there and do that shit again. Nia Jax, listen here. We have never been more graced than when your hole was bruised on Monday Night Raw. Nothing I like more than when Nia Jax make an ass out of herself. She made an ass out of herself with her own ass. And let me tell you something right now. There's a lot of ass to go around. So it was pretty easy for her to melt that ass. Yeah, this is a field day for him, man. When he saw that shit, he was like, fuck yes. Nia, you just provided all kinds of new content. The way she fallen, she hurts her booty hole. Oink, doink, doink. (laughs) I ain't never bruised an ass like that. Doing, the way doing, she falling, your booty hole go. Oh, that's like who, who does that? Who gets? I mean, I've fallen on my ass before, but that is a very specific thing to say when falling on your ass is "Oh my hole." It makes and very wonder, animated. It really makes you wonder, like when, like how much those wrestlers say when there is a crowd, because sometimes the crowd will just drown them out. You can't hear a word. But I feel mm-hmm. like with the no crowd thing going on, those wrestlers. Say something just a little loud, and you can hear exactly what they're saying. Who knows how many times Nia Jax has fallen down? She could have fallen to her knees and said, "Oh my hole!" Like we don't know. (laughs) That could be her fucking like catchphrase. How many times? I gotta ask you, how many times does Nia Jax's hole get bruised on a daily basis to where I ain't gotta worry about her shitter no more? That's what I was wondering too. Been asking that question for a long time. Her, her hole finally just was like, you know what? Put down the Taco Bells. Put down the McDonald's. Put down the Burger Kings. I'm finally going to, you know, you've been bruising me for a while. Here you go. Forget about it. Say hello to your mother for me. Can you imagine What's if it? Nia Jax had Taco Bell at the moment that she bruised her hole? Everybody would have everybody would have fiery fiesta dip all over their face in the front row. Everybody's going home with a little piece. for everybody. Nobody's escaping Nia Jax. That's the Jax thing about night. Taco Bell. The meat goes in looking one way, it comes out looking the same. <laughs> the same. No lie. Take it from somebody who worked at Taco Bell. <laughs> that meat it goes in, out just as fast it comes as out looking in. exactly like it went in. <laughs> Sometimes, me and the guys, we run out. We just we have it for lunch. 
We run out during the dinner session. We go take a dookie. We heat it back up. We put it in a gastrolupa. <laughs> oh, God. It's so disgusting. That's exactly how Taco Bell was born. Sponsored by Jax. Naya. Sponsored by Naya Jax's uh, bruised butthole. <laughs> No buttholes were bruised in the making of this chalupa. Except for Nia Jax, let me tell you that right now. I mean, what does she tell the what does she tell the doctor when she goes back to the to, pulls the apron back and he's like, Well hang on, I know, I heard. Everybody in fucking America heard. You're you're whole. Uh Naya. How'd I have you a couple it? things waiting. I have some antiseptic oil and uh, a razor so I can really get in in this thing. Naya, how'd How you disgusting. hurt your hole? <laughs> Well, there I was getting ready to botch a move on the apron. <laughs> and I fell. I was getting ready to hurt somebody. I had her right where I wanted her. I was getting ready to drop all 855 pounds of me right on top there of her. But instead, it fell and hurt me, Doc. I can't feel my poopa. <laughs> here's, a, here's, a, here's the sad part, too. So there she was. She was laying down on the doctor's table. He's going, and he's basically filling her ass. He's going, Naya, do you feel that? She goes, no. Well, the problem is she's so thick down there anyway, she can't feel it anyways. He's beating her with a hammer. She has a, he has eight needles 12 inches deep in her ass. <laughs> hey, you feel this, Naya? <laughs> she's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I can't believe that you're even acting that out right now. I will. He's chipping it away. He's like, I'm, I'm mining for gold over here to figure out why your, why your butt was so bruised. Can someone grab a jackhammer for this big ass? Oh, <laughs> here he's gonna he's gonna jackhammer your ass over here so I can figure out what's going on. Oh my god! Next week on Raw, Goldberg drops the jackhammer. My dick! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, guys, I want to bring this up really quick. Yeah, Leland. I hope so. Leland, just something very interesting. <laughs> Last week, we were on the show, and you said you were struggling to understand how Ric Flair and Lacey Evans are heels in that scenario. Yeah. But I'm not quoting you. I'm, I'm quoting WrestlingView.com. They literally stole your fucking whole thing. They stole my hole? They stole your hole! Motherfuckers. If I ever see them, I'm going to bruise their fucking Nia Jax hole. <laughs> So yeah, I, uh, nobody was really talking about why Charlotte was face or wasn't face in this or heel in this situation. I, I feel like our show was the only ones asking that question, and all of a sudden, WrestlingView.com's like, "Oh, I listened to the Turnbuckle Report. I guess I will tweet yep. this out." Well, I mean, it's we're not geniuses over here. It's just we've been watching wrestling forever, and and when you bring out the dirtiest player in the game, and you got you got Facey Evans over here, I don't know, I don't know what I'm supposed to be watching. No, nothing makes sense in the WWE anymore. Nothing makes sense. You, well, there used to be standards in wrestling that, like, you didn't break this rule. Or, if you were a heel, you acted like one. Or, if you were a babyface, you actually acted like one. And, God forbid these people ever, you know, were seen in public together. There actually used to be these rules for a reason. Now that we pulled the camera back so far, nobody gives a shit. Yeah, you're, you're dead we right. We seem to be the only ones, and we sound like old codgery fuckers because we care. That fucking old Lacey Evans needs to be faced, you sons of bitches. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are, are we old pirates? We, we old whiskey-making? I love pirates. My gold miners? <laughs> arr, arr, you need to be turned back. Arr, you need to know. Lacey Evans. 
There, Alicia. But you know what? Making her heal for one makes no fucking sense to me. Right? How are you going to make Lisa? No! She comes out as the, as like the girl on that poster from like the, the 50s or 60s or whatever that we need you. Or whatever, exactly. Or whatever yeah, it's no, called. that's that was Uncle Sam. Yeah. It's uh, we can do it. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Uncle she Sam's, comes out as that I, character. Yeah, you get creepy, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> she comes out as that character, and then now she's a heel character. Hmm? It just throw the character away. Make her Wonder Woman for all the fuck I care. I mean, let's be honest. The only women that need any push in the WWE that everyone cares to watch is. Becky Lynch, mm -hmm. Nia Jax. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, sorry, Wait, I got the whole Wait a minute. I got the hole mixed up. No. <laughs> I got the hole. Wrong hole. I got the hole mixed up. This is like Christmas Day for you. It is. I just, I hate like Nia Jax. Here, here's, where, here's where it comes <laughs> into play. Back to <laughs> Nia Jax's hole. <laughs> here's the thing. I watched Total divas or bellas or whatever it was called it's one of both them. of them yeah. yeah one of them and when she, when she was on that show she's always just a cocksucker i mean every time she thinks she's so fucking hey, cool. you're, you're talking about like real life it. nia Jax, not character like, played on the television. real life nia Jax yeah. is such yeah. a loser in real life i can't even stand her and then she gets into the wrestling ring and she is a buff just a buffoon she, <laughs> she literally she literally is as agile as andre the fucking giant Okay, she is the most pitiful I don't know about that. piece of shit. Uh, Andre was to pretty ever agile. wrestle in the history of wrestling. Nia Jax is the worst. Okay, I would I would take every female wrestler in AEW and say they're 859 million times better than Nia Jax. And that's saying something because <laughs> AEW doesn't have one good women's wrestler ever. Nope, Thunder Rosa, you're wrong. Thunder the, Rosa, they're getting better. <laughs> and she's going and Thunder Rosa is going to win that uh, women's division title she's going to do it no doubt man no question like they're giving her a no huge question. push you can see it yeah and, I, and, and not only that I just really like Thunder Rosa's uh, theme song you know when she, when, it, when she comes out it's like duh, duh, oh yeah I love that shit I don't know why don't know why I just like her song what do you think the inner circle. I text you guys during AEW, and not you guys both ghosted me. I didn't. I honestly, I haven't seen a text message until right now when you asked, "Are you guys available to to get on the mic?" It's the only text I've gotten. So you didn't see my naked pics either. Did I seriously I miss did. those? You did. Oh, I hate when I that happens because I like it when you get drunk hole. and you make a damn fool of yourself, and I get all the nudies. Yeah, no, AEW was was fucking awesome, man, and. Uh, the inner circle is breaking. It's it's bursting at the seams. Sammy Guevara has quit. He's a quitter. This is what pisses me off Squit. about uh social media. Uh, uh, WWE has such better storylines than 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 AEW because AEW doesn't make any any sense to me. It's because you don't have any fucking patience. If you just settle down for a little bit, because you know WWE wants to give you that instant gratification that Roman's always going to be the champion. Fuckheads. Yeah. Well, Listen, he is. AEW is the slow gamers. They just fucking take their time to develop the stories. And if you had the patience for it, you fucking millennial, you might actually enjoy the show a little yeah. better if you understood what they're trying to do instead of getting really upset, Josh. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> the hell? And Josh, we, th we throw it to you. Let Back me... to Josh in the uh, Nia Jax booty hole. 
Let me go ahead and tell you what I think. I'm pissed at millennials, Josh, that. because they can't wait for a story to develop. Like, this whole thing with MJF has taken months in the making. And fans are like, this is taking too fucking long. WWE gives you your shit right away, blah, blah, blah. Like, old school wrestling took its time. Stories developed. Fuck. Hulk Hogan might be in a feud with uh, uh, anybody, really, back in the late 80s. And that, that feud could have lasted until from 1989 to 1990 at the next fucking WrestleMania. And that's how long they took to develop it. How long did that uh, Andre the Giant feud last for that WrestleMania 3? Three years. That shit was like a long developing story. Like that shit took forever to get to WrestleMania. That was wrestling. Yeah. Nowadays, people get a pay-per-view every but month. But you don't have the social media. They didn't have the social media that we that, have now. And, now and everything somebody said so instant that. fucking access. I read that. Somebody was like, oh, oh my God, God. social media is ruining wrestling. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that on there. I didn't say that. Social media is ruining everything. Josh... The floor is yours. Chad asked you about 15 questions and didn't let you answer one of them. Use me the list. Get this. <laughs> AEW is... It's decent. Here's the one mm-hmm. thing I do want to say, though. This is this That's is really going to... Uh, this surprised me a little bit. Is that Now, you know how we talk all the time about viewership who gives a shit about the, the Wednesday Night War. Right, right, right. Yeah. But yeah, one thing I found kind of crazy about that is that when Edge was on um, the NXT, the ratings didn't even do a thing. If anything, they actually dropped, which was crazy mm-hmm. to me, which tells me that WWE is probably going to switching gears right now. And I can guarantee you that their whatever scenario they had going on with Edge, they're kind of thinking, oh, shit, because anytime they ever brought a champion onto NXT... NXT always boomed to like 900K, right? They put Edge. Yeah, case in point was when they had Charlotte on there last year, right before WrestleMania. They literally put Edge on Wednesday night, and they still pulled in 600,000 people. With, in my opinion, mm-hmm. an amazing champion. I mean, Finn Balor was in the ring with him. It, it, yeah, Edge you would is think an, Finn an amazing Balor person. Got the, rub from that. the problem is that I get from Edge is that he looks so old he aged 40 years between when he stopped wrestling and now that i think people are getting the the effect that oh here we go with this old guy coming in although edge has only been out for eight years or whatever how long was it 10 years yeah not very long 10 years it was 10 years yeah 10 years you would have thought that he's been out for like 15 20 because he aged so drastically his hair is completely thinned out i mean if case in point John Morrison was gone from the company longer than Edge. John Morrison comes back and looks like John Morrison. Edge leaves the company. Mm-hmm. He comes back looking like Ric Flair. Okay, it, it he he aged so drastically that I don't think today's crowd can can follow him. I really don't. So I think that they're they're going to shift gears. That's the problem. Him. That's the problem, Josh. Is I could give a shit. I don't care what he looks like because in the ring he still looks like he's twenty five years old. Like, it's just right. like Undertaker. If they announced right now that Undertaker was coming back for WrestleMania, I'd pop for it. I know he's re- re- old, and I know he's retired, and I know blah, 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 blah. I don't, I don't care. It's because that was the nostalgia part of it. Same thing with Edge, but Edge can back it up in the ring. You remember when Shawn Michaels quit for, like, like a year, and then they, they, broke, then they brought back the angle, the angle of DX, which brought him back in? All right. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Which inevitably led to him leaving for a little bit longer, and then he came back again, and then he ended with the Undertaker. 
So yeah. here's my here's what I'm getting to. During like the ruthless aggression era and attitude era, Shawn Michaels was over as hell. I mean, he he's he's the, the best hell performer. Yeah. Did you notice every time he kept coming back, they stopped caring a le- little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less. Yeah, it's I feel like I feel like that's what we have with Edge. Although he didn't come back at all, for some reason the crowd reaction that we're getting is if he had been coming in and out and in and out and in and out for a year. And I think the reason why the crowd did that is because he came back last year and got the, the fucking biggest pop I'd heard in forever, dude. Edge came out at the, the Rumble last year and it was fucking explosive. Then he gets injured mm-hmm. and he's gone almost yeah. the whole year. So when he came back again. Nobody gave a fuck because just like when Brock Lesnar came out for the first time, it was like, yeah. Well, then when he came back out again, everyone was like, who cares? You know what I mean? The crowd now is so used to being pumped when they bring him back the first time. They don't give a fuck if you leave and come back. He could have been gone for two months, came back. They would be like, who cares? We were stoked that you came back then. Yeah. I I think what you're really saying is the only thing the crowd's really going to pop for anymore is actually the crowd. I mean, think about it. Everybody is so wore out with the no crowd wrestling. That's it. And I know they've done. I I know they've had that. You know, AEW has about a thousand people, and then WWE does the Thunderdome. I, I get all those. I, I get all those those tricks. I get them. But people are so hungry for that crowd. It's happening in every sport right now. But we're a wrestling podcast, so we'll talk about the wrestling side of it. The only thing that's going to make fans really engage in wrestling, whether it's AEW, WWE, anyone, any three of the, the brands is actually letting crowds back in. And I think we're still about a year away from that. Oh, fuck, you think a year? I think after WrestleMania, because yeah. WrestleMania is going to have actual fans there, so we're going to have it there. You know, I, my optimism has, has dwindled down with all this COVID stuff, and I I just the think, I think Bowl, that uh, it's going to be another year before we see before we see a packed house. We're going to see more fans at WrestleMania than you saw at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I can no guarantee you that. that. And there was a lot of fans so, at the Super Bowl. Yeah, there were. A lot of fans. There was a lot yeah. of they fucking people. They were spread out, the but there Bowl. were a lot, yeah. And we're going to so see probably twice as many. This WrestleMania is fi- is going to get is going to get a bigger pop because we're actually going to have that and it doesn't really matter. This WrestleMania, I don't know. Well, I I'm calling it right now. This WrestleMania just because of everything that's went on will have the one of the biggest crowd reactions that we've seen in years. Because no one's been able to go see anything. People have been dying yeah, to that. go to Mania. So the people that got fucked last year, guarantee you did their best to come again. Because it's in the same place. So I think what's what's going on is that they are just gearing up as much as they, they can. And I think the crowd's going to go fucking wild just because they're out and about. They're going to be able to go see wrestling. That'll be exciting. I'd be excited to see a, a rowdy crowd at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch it, to be honest. Me neither. That's a two. So that's a two night event too. So I'm all, I'm way pumped for that. We're all excited for WrestleMania, but do you think these in between pay per views we had that the WWE has like what is it now Elimination Chamber I'm used to be for Fast it. Lane? Do they do anything for WrestleMania though? Because we know that nothing's really going to change between Rumble and Mania. Well, I mean, it just. I, I don't get excited for it. it, it I guess that was the point I'm trying to make. It sets up the next pay-per-view before, which is Fastlane. And and honestly, I think all they're going to do right now is just wear out that Kevin Orange. Kevin Orange. Kevin Owens. Kevin story. Orange. They're going to just run that shit Kevin in the ground. whole Orange. And, and, you, and like you said, Leland, you did say that that was a good stopping point right there at the Rumble. That was a good finish. 
Roman won. Let's move yeah. on. It doesn't look like WWE's listening. They're keeping Kevin Owens in the mix, and I think that's all it's going to do is they're going to drag that story even longer. Um, I got a question for the both of you guys. Pump for Elimination Chamber because I get as, as excited for Elimination Chamber almost to the extent of uh, Royal Rumble. I am very much pumped for this. I do like... I love Elimination Chamber. I love the way they have that set up with the, everybody in their little pods. I, I I love that. Love it. Yeah. It's it's one of my top three WWE wrestle pay-per-view thing jigs. Leland, Easy. To, Easy top three. To back up where, where you were saying that you don't think anything happens, the, the pay-per-views between Rumble and Mania, what that is is that is WWE giving themselves time to gauge up where they need Mania to be. Because they know that Rumble is huge, they know the that they know that that's going to set the tone for Mania. So yeah. the reason why they have two in between is that they need to almost figure out where the crowd's going because they know if there's any pay per view they can't fuck up on, it's Mania. So that that gives them the time to see where the crowd thinks it's going, what they want to see after the Rumble, and kind of get a gauge on it. And that's why typically, not always, but typically, WrestleMania is a solid pay per view. More than it isn't. We can all agree there's been shit WrestleManias, but we can also agree that WrestleMania is the most consistently performed well pay-per-view. They always Would go you guys big, agree? Man. Always going big they with do. WrestleMania. So they have to make sure that they have all their ducks in, in a row, and that's why they have those two throwaways. And the chamber isn't a throwaway. The, 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 the chamber, to me, is a great pay-per-view, but... They do have the other throwaway Fastlane or whatever it is. Whatever they, it usually changes every year. I feel like but whatever one Fastlane's they more go with. Throwaway PVV than Elimination Chamber. I feel like Elimination Chamber is yeah. just riding the the, the coattails of uh, Royal Rumble because the Elimination Chamber's got a Royal right. Rumble feel to it. They're just riding right. that with, train. Here's the thing: Fastlane is, a, is the reason why that's a complete throwaway pay per view is because Elimination Chamber sets up another match in Mania. So as big of a match as the Rumble is, Elimination Chamber is just as big as a pay-per-view because they need to fill out and see what else they're doing to their card. Because right. typically whoever wins the, the that chamber, whatever goes on there, usually sets another tone for something going on at Mania. Yep. And that's the but we Fastlane is a throwaway fucking pay-per-view. That's why the name isn't always Fastlane. But they you you need those to make sure Mania is good. I see your guys' point. Um to to answer your original question, um, no, I don't get excited for Elimination Chamber. At one point, I really did, but I don't now because the last couple years, every time I seem to get excited for a pay-per-view that's not called Royal Rumble, I get disappointed. Because here's the thing. I liken it to the same, the same kind of match that you would have in Hell in the Cell. There should be blood. It should look like somebody's life is in turmoil. It should look like something is is painfully happening. We know from what the wrestlers have said that um, elimination chamber is taxing on their bodies. That it's it's they hate it. They hate being in that damn cage. Uh, but the WWE won't allow one ounce of blood at all. And I think that that kind of gimmicky match warrants that. It deserves that because without having that parallel of holy shit. My favorite guy is getting his ass kicked in that ring. Oh, and, and, and oh, by the way, the biggest guy in this match or the toughest guy, whatever it is, the most over guy in this match is still sitting in that closet waiting to come out. <laughs> waiting to come out of the closet. <laughs> that, without having that turmoil, it means nothing. I, I want to see... 
I want to see blood, damn it. That's what I want to see. I want to. I want to see blood. It goes back to that fucking Roman Reigns match at Hell in the Cell where he he basically just slapped his cousin to make him say I quit. Yeah, and I I just hate that that bitch move. I really hate it. That killed wrestle. That killed Hell in the Cell for me. And I'm afraid that Elimination Chamber is going to be the same thing because you guys both alluded to it. This is an amazing gimmick match. You look forward to it every year. It's an awesome scenario. But if you don't have the violence that goes with that, it's all fucking bullshit. And that and that's that's kind of my take. Is like I this past year and a half, two years, I'm just I'm done getting my hopes up for something unless it's called Royal Rumble. So you feel like it's a, it's turned into for you more of a throwaway pay-per-view along with Fastlane into Rumble or into Mania. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think anything's going to change. I think that they know exactly what they're going to do for um for uh, uh WrestleMania and I think they've shown us those cards and they're not going to change. That's fair. That's fair. I I honestly look forward to it. That's just me. You know, and, and I agree there should be a little more carnage, but I get pumped for it. I'm I'm really looking forward to it next Sunday or this coming Sunday. Yeah, I don't mean to be the Debbie Downer at the end of our show here. I'm just saying that it, it's I'm I'm going to watch it. I'm going to have the the frozen pizza. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy, I'm gonna enjoy sitting and watching wrestling with my family. Uh, but if you're asking me, am I excited to see that match? No, I'm hope I'm 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 hoping that I'm surprised. I hope that I'm completely wrong and you guys are completely right. Do you think? And just some closing thoughts here. Do you think Nia Jax whole would be heel or babyface? I think that uh, whether it's uh, babyface or teal, it's going to do it. Dogcast Production.